Welcome to Bite Size Human Geography, a podcast meant for students, their parents, and anyone who wants a better understanding of the world. We investigate global issues using human geography concepts. It's human geography made simple. Hello and welcome to Bite Size Human Geography. I'm your host and coach, Kara Smart, and I'm so happy to be here with you today as we work together to unpack the big concepts of human geography. In today's episode, we discuss why human geography is the masterclass, the class that unifies just about every subject, whether it's science or business or social studies, and how this class benefits you now and in the future. I'm so glad you're here. So let's get started. So I want to discuss with you today uh, the concept of human geography. I've been teaching human geography um, on an AP level in high school for, uh, this is my eighth year now. And I often have parents ask me uh, when we have elective fairs at our high school, you know, what is human geography? What does it mean? And the first thing I have to tell them is it's not a biology class. It has nothing to do with the human body. Uh, But human geography is really about discovering the concept of uh, why is what where. Uh, And it's a spatial class, meaning we're looking how things are arranged on the planet or maybe in your city or maybe in your town. Um, how how cultures are organized, how political systems are organized. And it's really just an amazing class that encompasses just about everything that we know as, as humans. Uh, for example, uh, people often see how there's a CVS. And if I you know do a word association with you and I say, okay, what do you think of when I say CVS? You might say Walgreens, right? Because you know that typically next to a Walgreens, uh, next to a CVS, there's going to be a Walgreens. Or if, if I say Walmart, you'll say Target. And you'll say Target because you know that next to Walmarts, there are typically Targets. These are concepts that we teach in human geography. Um, You can also talk about languages, how languages are distributed around the world uh, and why English is going to be an important language. And the fact that you understand this podcast being spoken in English right now is really a benefit to you. Uh, We also talk about things like religions and distributions of religions around the planet and why some religions are much more spread out than others and some are much more localized. And we discuss items like outsourcing. You know, why is it that companies in the United States and in Western Europe spent um, really years or decades now through the process of globalization outsourcing their, their manufacturing productions to places like India or China? So human geography answers all of these questions throughout the course of the year in which I teach it in a high school level class. And now in a college level class, if you're in a college class, you're going to get this all in a semester. Uh, But it's really an amazing class that kind of um, gives you the full spectrum of what the planet has to offer. So something else that parents and students often ask me that are prospective, you know, thinking about taking the class, they'll say, you know, what is it about this class? Why should I take it? What's the what's the benefit? And this is something where I kind of have to get down off my soapbox because I could talk about this class for forever and the benefits of it. But I think especially on a high school level, uh, we tend to see mostly freshmen and sophomores taking this class, although I do have uh, some wonderful juniors and seniors that take it. But for freshmen and sophomores in particular, this is often the very first time that they've been really challenged in school. And it's actually really sad to say that. Uh, But I think for a lot of kids, they've kind of coasted through school and they're so used to things being easy that when they step into a class like human geography, they're a little overwhelmed uh, because for the very first time they're being held accountable for reading the textbook and uh, doing vocabulary cards and learning how to take notes and, and all of those items. Um, sometimes like I know at, at my school we or in my district, we have an online textbook that we use. And so that's a whole other set of 
uh, hurdles that have to be jumped in, uh, you know, exponential learning that we're doing here with regards to uh, new technology. But all of these things, just kind of pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone while you're learning new material, it's, it's really fantastic for your brain. And it doesn't feel like it at the time because kids struggle in the beginning uh, because they are so far outside of their comfort zone. But the reality is, is once you push yourself beyond that, then you realize what you're truly able to accomplish. And for me, that's the best benefit of teaching this class is I get to see this transition that my students make at the beginning of the year where they're really uncertain and they feel uncomfortable. And then at the end of the year, they feel like they can just tackle anything and they're ready to go take more challenging classes um, and take more AP classes, at least on the high school level, uh, because they know they're, they're set up with the skills to be successful from here on out. One of the, uh, as, a, as a teacher, one of the things I love the best is to get emails from uh, former students who are now in college. And they'll send me uh, emails saying, Mrs. Smart, I just have to tell you how much this, the, your class, uh, you know, prepared me for college and my studying and in the content. You know, I was in a business class and we were discussing Crystal or, or which is a model that we learn in this class. Um, or I was in an engineering class and we talked about, you know, any number of different concepts, manufacturing concepts. So it's, it's really gratifying as a teacher to be able to see the, the application of this class well beyond the year um, with my students that I teach it. And I think that's probably one of the best benefits of, of taking this class. In addition to the fact that you just think deeply. Uh, you're thinking on a really high level and you're seeing these patterns. And, and for the most part, these are patterns that you, you already know, you already see them, but in this class, we're putting a name to them. And I think that's the best benefit of all is like when I talked about, you know, having a target right next to a Walmart, um, that's a, a theory that we learned towards the end of, of the year uh, where we know why businesses locate where they do. So, which we'll discuss later on in this series, but uh, it's just, it's an amazing class and I just can't speak highly enough about it. I think for new students that are uh, beginning human geography, I will say, you know, the class is not, the content of the class is not necessarily challenging. The challenging part of the class is going to be learning the study skills and especially learning the vocabulary to be able to apply them because, to, to apply to the class, because for the most part, the class involves stuff that you already know, concepts that you already know. It's just putting a name to those concepts and then being able to apply them uh, in the form of multiple choice tests or FRQs, which is what we do in in AP, uh, just free response questions. But on a college level, you're going to do the same thing. Uh, sometimes the class, and a lot of times the class, will challenge you. The material will challenge your your preconceived notions of the world. Like, for instance, uh, one of the first few units that we do, we discuss population and migration patterns around the planet. And I always open that particular uh, lecture with the fact that most kids think that the planet is overcrowded, right? You've been taught this for forever. There's too many people on the planet. Um, it's overcrowded. And the reality is actually uh, the planet is heading very quickly over the next century or two to a world um, where the, the developed world, at least, is going to be not going to have enough population. And that's going to have some pretty severe economic consequences in the future. But it's not something that's really ever discussed uh, until you step into a human geography class, right? And we look at data, uh, like, for instance, Italy, their total fertility rate, which is basically, uh, you know, the average of women, how many children women are having. It's 1.5, meaning they're not even producing enough children 
they're not having enough children to replace themselves. So, and we'll discuss this in our uh, population unit, but you begin to see these patterns um, in specific countries in developing uh, developed countries where they're going to have a pretty serious labor shortage as, as they as the countries continue to age. And how are they dealing with that? Maybe that's either using automation to, or maybe they're increasing immigration into their countries to try and deal with those deficits in population. Uh, so that's kind of just one example of how people's perceptions of the world begin to be challenged a little bit by the content that we're learning in human geography. Like I said, I could go on and on about how much I adore and love teaching this class. But the bottom line is human geography is just a really thought-provoking class that gets you to see the world a bit differently. And I often tell my students that by the time they're finished with it, it's kind of like that old Claritin commercial where, you know, you take the Claritin and then, you know, the world was fuzzy, but now it's super clear. It's That's pretty much what happens when you get done taking this class. And my students tell me all the time how they really see the world differently and the patterns in the world They've, they notice them now. And I think that's the best, uh, the best compliment of all about how wonderful this class is. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please click subscribe to support this podcast and to get all the latest updates as they happen. Feel free to email me at any time at bite-sized, B-Y-T-E-S-I-Z-E-D, humangeo at gmail.com with any questions that you'd like answered. This is your show as much as mine. See you next time.